This is Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends with me, Dr. Santo D. Marabella, your workplace advisor and teacher. Hi, welcome to Office Hours with the Practical Prop and Friends, although this brief little holiday podcast, I have no friends. <laughs> I do. They're just not here today. But I did want to take a moment and um, ask you to stop a little bit and think about this holiday season, what it means to you. I'll share a little bit about what it means to me. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about um, the different holidays. You know, um, there's concern about what to say. Should we say Merry Christmas to everybody? Should we say Happy Holidays? And I... I don't know. I just think that we should um, try to tune in to the people we're with and help them celebrate whatever holiday they celebrate, if they, in fact, celebrate one of these holidays. I wanted to share a little bit about the cultures of some of the three traditions that celebrate around this time. Um, Hanukkah in the Jewish tradition and Kwanzaa, a Pan-African tradition. And, of course, Christmas in the Christian tradition. So um, Hanukkah, and this is from Chabad.org, um, the sages taught that on the 25th of Kislev, the days of Hanukkah are eight. One may not eulogize on them and one may not fast on them. This is because when the Greeks entered the sanctuary, they defiled all the oils that were in the sanctuary. And when the Kashemonian monarchy overcame them and emerged victorious over them, they searched and found only one cruise of oil that remained with the seal of the high priest. And there was sufficient oil there to light the candelabrum for only one day. A miracle occurred, and they lit the candelabrum from, uh, from it for eight days. The next year, the sages instituted those days and made them holidays with the recitation of halal, and prayers of thanksgiving. Um, my apologies for poor pronunciation. But I thought it was interesting to look at wh where the eight days come in this festival, festival of light, Hanukkah. Um, this year, Hanukkah begins, I believe, on the 22nd of December through December 30. And I wish a uh, very happy Festival of Lights of Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, then there is Kwanzaa, and this is from the official KwanzaaWebsite.org. It's an African-American and Pan-African holiday which celebrates family, community, and culture, created in 1966 by Dr. Maulana Karenga a professor of African studies. It's a seven-day cultural festival beginning on December 26th and ending on January 1st. Joins communitarian values and practices of continental African and African-American culture. And of course, then we have the one I'm more familiar with, which is the Christian um, celebration of Christmas. And Christmas, um, the birthday of Christ, is celebrated 
each December 25, 25th. And uh, from the Pope Francis this year, his reminder earlier in December was for us to remember uh, the real meaning of Christmas, which is always something that, that we are struck by. Um, and he says, um, the nativity scene, for example, he said, is, is a genuine way of communicating the gospel in a world that seems to be afraid of remembering what Christmas really is and blots out the Christian signs to only keep those of banal commercial imagination. Pope goes on to say that as we contemplate the Christmas story, we are invited to set out on a spiritual journey drawn by the humility of God, of the God who became man in order to encounter every man and woman. We come to realize that so great is his love for us that he became one of us so that we might in turn become one with him. So there's a lot of culture, tradition, spirituality in these various holidays. And I guess for me, the bottom line is, why, why am I talking about this? Because I think these are times for us to connect with each other, even when we don't celebrate the same holidays. These are times for us to show our respect, show our um, interest in one another, in learning about one another's culture, show our um, desire to lift up one another's culture and traditions. You know, it seems in some ways that folks believe the way to do that, a nationalist way is to um, pretty much uh, um, eradicate anything that's different in order to preserve one's culture. Um, when in fact, we become stronger when we share our culture with one another. And I wish that that was more of our focus on sharing the culture. We don't, we don't lose anything by having more people with various different celebrations and cultures. It makes us more human, if anything. It doesn't make us less American, but it makes us more human. And how ironic, considering how America, um, its founding and its building upon the differences of the immigrants. So I, I really hope that this holiday season is a time for us, whether it's at work or at home, to be really mindful of the community of traditions that we are part of, or we observe, or we can respect. Um, I think it's a wonderful way to be who we are. One of my favorite uh, memories in my adult life of, of Christmas, and I did a video uh, about this a couple years ago, it was called Christmas's Cannoli. Now, if you're a uh, Sicilian, Italian, or anybody who loves Italian pastries, you'll know cannoli is a uh, custard-filled shell, bakery shell, tubular. It's usually um, in a vanilla custard or a chocolate mousse custard or a regatta, maybe with uh, bits of 
chocolate chip or um, I'm just getting hungry just thinking about them or uh, some dried fruit. So for me, cannoli were a part of um, Christmas, always a part of Christmas as a kid at my grandparents. And as an adult, um, probably 15 years ago, maybe longer, I started to drive down to Philadelphia where, for the most part, you could only get a really good cannoli outside of Sicily (laughs) in Philadelphia. Uh, There were two places, Termini's, Termini Brothers, or Isgro's. We always chose Isgro's. And I would go down and literally wait in line for three or four hours through rain, snow, sleet, and an occasional dry day. Sound like the uh, the postal service, right? Um, but it was always something. Uh, and the line was long. The line would be this, uh, perhaps, you know, I don't know, 100 people maybe, depending on the time, constant constant flow of people. And you'd stand in line, and the folks would come out with perhaps a little aperitif and uh, some cookies and some snacks, not often with cannoli, but they did come out with other snacks. And I'll never forget being in those lines every year that we would talk to people that you've never met before, probably would never meet again. We'd laugh. We'd share stories. Um, we had a lot of time. We were standing in line. And it just reminded me of, of what really I love about this holiday season. Because I don't really like the hassle and the commercialization about the Christmas that I celebrate. But I love being with family I, I say Thanksgiving's my Christmas because it's the fun of Christmas without all the hassle. But I love being with family, and that's the reason I go down, because my my parents and family really enjoy cannoli. Um, so I do it for the, the tradition, the family tradition, and, you know, for a treat for the family. I do it um, because also it's a, a great way to connect with community, with people, Kind of like that uh, airline airplane situation where you sit on the plane next to someone you never met and perhaps talk about things you never dreamed of talking and telling a stranger. But why not? Right? The risk of there is no risk. There's no risk of judgment, and if there is, you'll never see them again. <laughs> um, but the same but being in line. I just wish we could replicate that throughout our holiday season and throughout the year to kind of replicate this feeling of an open mind and an open heart, non-judgmental. I think that's what Christmas means to me. That's what this holiday season means to me, of being connected with people I love, whether they're family, extended family, adopted family, um, friends who are family. Everybody's family and Italian families. Um, or, or just this feeling that when you see somebody on the street or at the mall or on the highway, instead of uh, road rage, that we would smile, that we would greet them um, at work, that we would understand the hassle and the stress that people are under. 
and that it's okay and uh, the work will get done. But the time for celebrating the people in our lives, whether they're our work people and family or our home people or our church or synagogue or mosque people, um, this is what it's about, I think. This is what holidays are meant to be. Now, we have to have good food and beverages, of course, but I think it's really about connecting with others in ways that we might prevent ourselves from connecting because of judgment and risk and fear and whatever other filters we have that get in our way. So I wish for you this holiday season an unfiltered holiday, an un um unabridged a if that's the correct word here a way to be with people where you're not self-censoring a way to be who you are accept others for who they are enjoy who we are um i think that's what uh, all the, of the holidays that we celebrate around this time can be for us whether you're religious spiritual or not so that's my wish for you, an unfiltered holiday where we're celebrating our differences and being able to enjoy ourselves and each other. So happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and happy holidays. This has been Office Hours with the Practical Prof and Friends, a production of Marabella Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Practical Prof and Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at The Practical Prof. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved.